What up, y'all? It's your boy Compton Rick Rock with Positive Vibes Podcast. And tonight we got a special guest straight up out the Hub City, Grimace 400. How you doing, brother? Hey, what's up, brother? What's doing up, all Greg? right, man. What's going on? How you been doing lately, man? What's been going on with the Grimace 400, man? I haven't seen you for a while. Last time I seen you, I believe we was uh, passing food out to the homeless. What's been going on with the Grimace since then? Oh, man. You know, it's been a lot going on, man. A lot of a lot of uh, structured ideas being fulfilled. Uh, I started a trucking company. Uh, I also started a nonprofit organization to help the homeless. I started the trucking company to carry the nonprofit until it's ready. Okay, okay. A lot of people are starting to get into that yeah. uh, these days, but we're going to get straight up into it, man. Uh, the Bicken Back Being Boo video. <laughs> uh, man, you put on a great performance with that video when you was walking down the street and you was... Uh, I, man, listen. Let me get that 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 spill just a little bit. You ain't got to do the whole thing uh, from the beginning of that video so they can understand the, the talent that Grimace 400 uh, brings to the table. I am the gladiator, come Bowie. I am a weapon composed The discipline of a soldier, but I've been trained by the best. There'll be no sympathizing on this battlefield, no hesitation with my attack. If we end up in the same arena, death to the end will duel. Striving for life so I can remain in this fight. <laughs> man, I like that, man. Hey, when I seen that video, bro, I was like, if that went one of the most gangster introduction to have a G. Come on. Spit it so they can get it. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? That, that was incredible, man. I love to see you in, uh, doing your thing. Uh, how did you come up with the name Grimace 400? That's a unique name. I've never heard uh, nobody named Grimace besides well, you. Grimace, when I was in the penitentiary, man, uh, I used to write poetry. And they used to talk about, you know, look up words in, in the dictionary. Right, right, it just, right. Learn the word and write about it. Right. You know, learn about what you're doing. If you write and you write, that's what you're doing. Right. You know, so. Uh, grimace is uh, a word that describes facial expressions. Mm. So when I do my poetry, I'm always, I'm scrunching, I'm grimacing. Yeah, so they can feel it. Yeah. And right. because I feel it, because I lived it. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not just so they can feel it, but because I lived it. And I feel it when I'm spitting it. I know where it was, where, where that word came from, where it was birthed at. Right. What created it. Right. What made it grow. Right. You feel me? Right, right. Uh, the music industry. Um, a lot of people get into the music industry either to rap or to sing, but you came with, with something different. You came with the poetry. How did you get involved in the music, music industry? Who brought you on? Or was, just, was it something that you wanted to do or something that you just stumbled across? Well, to be honest with you, it's like I said in the penitentiary, you know, uh, I got a partner named Kiko from Bebop Watts. Okay. And uh, he's a comedian. And it was another dude named Sugar Shaft from up out of San Diego. He was a rapper. And it was another brother named CJ from the, from Luther's Park, I believe. I'm not certain. He was just the muscle and the okay. connection. He was the plug, you know. And so in the, in the pen, what we used to do was pull the bleachers together 
and we'll do a show for the for for, 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 right, for right. everybody that's on the yard that right. want to get out them and have a nice time. Just have a little, you know, you get out on the yard, you can have some laughs tonight, you can drink some pruno, you know, and you can enjoy yourself. You ain't gotta just be locked up in here. So, you know, I did the poetry, Kiko did the comedy, Shaft did the uh, the rap, and uh, CJ just collected. Oh, so you, you guys had a goddamn uh, a talent show going on. We had no, not a talent show. It was just entertainment. Entertainment. It was really for Kiko. He was the he was the uh, the, the 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 showpiece because mm. he was a comedian. Okay. So who don't want to laugh if yeah. you're in prison? Right, right, right. Everybody, <laughs> right. Everybody in prison want to laugh. Right. So that that's what inspired you to say, you know what? When I come home, I'm definitely going to make a career out of this, or or I'm going to utilize my talents to take me to the next level. Somewhere in between there, yeah. Uh, when I left the penitentiary, I left the penitentiary. I was actually, uh, I had got DJ Quick's address on the yard. But I didn't get the update. <laughs> okay. okay. You know, speaking of DJ Quick, shout out Quick. Yeah. Um, you guys are from the same area. Uh, how long you been knowing Quick? Have you ever done music or anything with him? Mm, we dibbled and dabbled. Nothing major. Nothing that was ever produced. But uh, I was creative with him in the studio a couple of times on some project on a project with Player Ham. But for whatever reason or another, you know, it it, it just wasn't in the cards to go forward. So you know, it, it, you know, it's part of the business. You know, uh, of speaking of Player Ham. Man, that's one of one of the dopest man. Him and uh, Tweet Cadillac, right? Tweet Cadillac. Man, those were yeah. some cold brothers, man. How, how did you how did you meet uh Player Ham? Well, like I said, I got I got the address to where I thought Quick would be because I was gonna bring him my newfound talent, uh -huh. which was turned out to be pretty pretty extravagant at the end of the day. But Player Ham lived there, and okay. so we started chopping it up. Well, I can't have I came twi twice, you know. Uh, the second day I came, he just told me to come on in and we start chopping it up. And I explained to him what I was into and what I was doing. Okay. And uh, he opened up the studio to me. And uh, he really laced me, him, and uh, the whole lifestyle he was already living right. that he was about to uh, jump back into. I came along and I was another, I was just an added feature right. that would, you know, bring more energy to what was being done. Right. And so it was good enough to be there. So, you know, uh, it was there. If it wasn't good enough to be there, right. it wouldn't have been there. Exactly. Because exactly. there's plenty of people out there that has pl that have plenty of talents Talent. that can do plenty of things. Yeah, some is born with it, man. Yeah. Okay, now this poetry thing, man. A lot of us didn't come up in that era where, you know, people were spitting that poetry. Uh, how did that come about, you know, and who inspired you? To do poetry because this is not something that everybody is just saying you know i'm gonna wake up and do poetry it had to be somebody either looked up to her do poetry or and, and got involved with who inspired you is it anybody in particular well i'm gonna be honest with you i don't really remember the brother's name but i remember a long time ago when we were young we were kids and i went to davis junior high school and so across the street from Davis, it was a brother named Terry Tarzan. I don't know if you remember I heard him. that name. I heard that name. He was an amazing uh, credit to the lowrider community right. and the contribution to building lowriders, the, the facts to how you have to do to get some sometimes. You know, right. he, he, he contributed in all areas and just a real all-around brother, you know. But um, 
you know. Uh, go ahead and get you. Go ahead and get your time. We can, yeah, we Terry was a. Uh, it was a great inspiration, you know, to uh, what you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, in the community, you know. Uh, everything started off like it started off. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was really good as a motherfucker. I can imagine. <laughs> I, I see you over there. You over there. You feeling it for Ask real? Ask me that question again. <laughs> who inspired you uh, to do poetry? Who were some of the guys that you looked up okay, to? Okay, so it was poetry? a guy, like I said, across the street, right there. And uh, I don't know who he was. I had to cut you off. Who the fuck? The name of that shit? You? That's some good shit. When a motherfucker <laughs> makes a motherfucker forget what they talking about, <laughs> yeah. we need to get some that to them jurors. Who never fucked me in that courtroom? <laughs> But yeah, go, go ahead, brother. <laughs> so, man, the guy, uh, he was a poet, man. And he was in the community. He's also a, a like community activist. We talk about it in the 70s. 70s. You know, we was young, and we was hanging out, and we hung out every night past the streetlights. And this dude uh, pulled us over one night. We, he was standing in the yard right there where Terry grew up at. That's why I brought Terry up. Okay. And, uh... He was talking to us, uh, trying to mold us and shape us and give us some good direction. Uh, in the 70s, you know, that's kind of right. what they did. Right. You know, they didn't uh, influence you to go out and break laws and do shit and sell dope. You know, they try to encourage you to do the right thing. And so, you know, he had the sideburns, and he started telling the poetry. But when he started telling the poetry with the authority and, and the effectiveness he put in his voice, right. it was mesmerizing. That's it had all of us just kind of, like, captivated. And I was like, damn. This shit is real. You know, what he's saying is true because in the 70s, I was, you know, I was young, right. but I didn't experience what's rough and what's tormenting, but I experienced what my parents experienced and I experienced the grief and I felt the grief right. and, and, the, and, 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 and the loss and the failures that they might have felt. You feel me? Right. So when he was saying what he was saying, it brought truth to me. I don't know about the other people that was with me. And it hung on to me. And as life went on, I started to to to, to take maybe, maybe. the life and, and the things that I was dealing with in my life and just start to write them out like he did. Right, right, right. That's good, man. You don't remember that brother's name? I don't remember his name. Well, shout out to that brother. I'm going to call him Lightbub because he, 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 he sparked a light. He was a big old light-skinned dude. He shined like a light bulb. He, he shined like he a He did a good he, job. That's what a lot of older people in the neighborhood, that's their job obligations. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. It's a lot of older guys' obligation to teach the young, the youth, and be a great uh, role model to them. So he did a good job. Shout out to him because it definitely shows in the poetry that you spit. Uh, speaking of... Uh, what we spoke on earlier. Claire Ham also pl- contributed. Let me say that. Let me be clear with that. I don't want to skip past that. But Player Ham, oh, he contributed a lot to my my delivery, my thought pattern. Okay. You know, because when I came out, I was right, probably no doubt, like anybody else, writing about the yard, the yard, the yard. Right. Because I've in there for like eight years, so it's like I'm writing about the yard. The, Whose phone is that? The battles. You know, the different shit like that. You know, not about and and at the time that's recording your lifestyle, your your history. It's recording what you living through. If you're the artist and if the people love you, right, like they're supposed to love you because they see and they feel your vision and they can experience it in their own lives or through somebody that they love and somebody lives that they know that they're affected by, then they they want that. They want to know 
where was it birthed and how did it develop and how right. was it created? Right. And and that's what this is about. Like we was talking on earlier about how it's how it feel good to be creative, to create some masterpieces. Yeah, straight to out do the some book. stuff. Like yeah. I only show four or five pieces. I don't give a, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm only I'm only dropping four or five pieces. But I got books. I've been right. writing for years. Right. I've lost books. You know. Going to the yard, to the to, to the joint, yeah, and, and coming back and everything gone, everything gone. So nigga, right now, spend your shit on on, on the motherfucking corner. And them is my babies, right, right. You know, what if? Let me ask you this question: All that shit that you lost, I know it was some platinum <coughs> shit. What if you went to the liquor store to some motherfucker on the side of the liquor store spitting your shit? Would you recognize that your shit? Yeah. Yeah, because well, we need to whoop they motherfucking ass as soon as we catch them with your porch. Cause we gonna <laughs> that shit is for sale. I thought you were gonna say something else, but you I know this positive you know. vibes. That it's was some positive <laughs> shit. We spend positive vibes. I was gonna tell you, you know, we spend that positive shit. But you know, shit. You know, I can't be no hater. I lost it. Oh, you found it. Oh, we win with it. Win with it. That's real. That's real shit. Because what, what I do is I create it. Right. So I don't give a fuck what I lost. Yes, yeah. I'm always create more. They can imitate, but they can't create. Come on, man. Now listen here, man. Uh, YG, one of the most uh, uh, prolific, prolific, and he's a great uh, workaholic. Workaholic, you know, he's a, he's definitely uh, doing some justice for the city, dedicated of, city of Bompton, as he call it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, Y, motherfucking G. Uh, how did you get the opportunity to work with YG, and, and how did you meet YG? Honestly, uh, I drove the brother around. I used to drive a limousine. Like I said, you know, change had to come at some point. Mm -hmm. So to change, you got to stop breaking the law. You got to stop selling dope. You got to stop doing whatever you do to, to make money. So I had to go get a job. And I went and got a job that was satisfactory to me because all I had to do was jump in a car and roll it. Right. It was extra long, stretched out with the with the, with the, uh, 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 with the the sunroof in the back and the full bar, but it was fun. Because right. I was always in the circle of where I needed to be. I, I like entertainment. I'm an entertainer, but I don't know how good of an entertainer I am, right. I am at this time. You know, it took time to develop and, and create and to recognize what's, what, what's, what, what's available to society, mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know. So you was driving a limousine. And, and what, uh, what I was driving him to some of his shows. Mm -hmm. And uh, they would collect money when they arrived and put it in the glove. The glove box, you know, I got you. Well, how did it go from that to actually you guys collaborating? Uh, I never approached him. I never approached him. Uh, I didn't want to, because I'm not a goofy. Me, you know, I feel you, the same way, you, bro. You know, you my homie. Right. You don't know you my homie, because I'm keeping this shit business. Now, when I first, uh, I think this, the third time I arrived to pick him up, pick him up, I think my boss might have told him. When you say homie, uh, how do you? What do you mean by homie? Like my little you guys homie, know each other he, from he, the same what area well, or what? Well, we can both grow up in the same place, but don't mean we grow up at the same time. Right, right. So right. we might not get to meet each other. Right. But you probably heard of me, no doubt, and I heard of you. You know, and that's how I go. But then here you are. I'm not broadcasting how I'm living and what I'm doing to make money. And I was making good money as a driver. Shit, I was making about $4,000 in four days. That's good money, man. Yeah, driving a limousine. That's good. I need you to know. give me a fucking limousine job. God <laughs> damn. $4,000 in four days. $4,000 in four days every weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's the run. 
And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if you want to get out and get some extra bread, go and take some people to a funeral. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> but, 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 you know, at the, at, at the same token, you know, you know, uh, I had heard about him by that time after driving him a couple of times. And then, you know, I just didn't feel it would be appropriate for me to, I mean, we, we chopped it up. I introduced myself. He knew who I was. I knew who he was. And, you know, that's it. I'm not going to try to be your best friend. Right, right. Like, I just met you. Right. Well, right. How, did, how did that that poem that you just spit that was on the beginning of the Bickenback being Boo video, how the hell did that? I'm trying to figure out how did you guys go from, all right, driving around a limousine to actually say, we're going to get in the studio and lay this track, this, this these vocals on my shit. Platinum selling uh, album. What he did was pitch an idea and a concept and a title. And then, uh, you know, he said what his vision was. And the rest was history. And this is the thing about making music and making masterpieces and making things that come to, come together and be so realistic that it's undeniable. Like, right. I don't give a fuck who do what I did. You can't do it like me. Hmm. And it's been it proven. Like Bet you can't do it like me. You can't do it like me. Right, right, right. You can't do it like me. 50 Cent got a song like that. Come on, man. Yeah, and and, and if you like, like what I did, then anything less is unsatisfactory. That's like you used to jumbo strip, and you come up in here, and you get some shirt shirt. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, I feel, feel you. I feel you going now. Um... I haven't seen you uh, in a while in the music game. Uh, what caused you to leave the music business uh, and, and pursue trucking? I also seen you on Instagram on the Harley Davidsons now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But what caused you to uh, the lead the music business and say, you know what, I'm done with this. This don't fit my lifestyle anymore, and I'm gonna pursue something better for myself. You know, with with all I've done and everything I've did uh, before music. You gotta weigh the balance. And you gotta figure out what's worth what's worth it going forward or going backwards. Right. Or standing still. Cause you can stand still and be nowhere and going nowhere right. and time is just passing you. Passing you by. But things are moving around you, you know? And so it's just like it was a spirit, man. It came to me, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I've I've been, I've been every bit of everything that anybody can say about me. Every bit of everything, and, and, and you know, it's just like a spirit came, and that spirit said, "You gotta walk away from this. I brought you here for a reason, but I didn't bring you here for what you thought. I didn't bring you here to be a superstar. I brought you here so that people are like you, because you got a message. You got to bring them, and it don't have nothing to do with this." Right. So these are only tools. So here it is, a million dollar uh, 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 artist to the world, but to God, he's just a tool to introduce a peasant. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that really didn't have a lot prior to, worked hard for what he got, lived hard, and, and survived, and took care of his family and did what he could do. Right. But God used... A pond that was a pearl and a diamond to the world 
and this is poetry. I hear you spitting. Being I, created I, you spitting it, as you spitting. we spitting, as we talking. And he said, <clears throat> this is your your opening act to introduce you to these to people. To the world, yeah. And, and, and I'm going to tell you this. Prior to, like you asked me some questions prior to this about trucking and it led to homeless shelter and nonprofit. Prior to this, I didn't have none of that. But that spirit told me, you're going to have all of this. You're going to help kids. You're going to help people. You're going to, you're going to, you, you. And I'm saying, oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. Whoa. Kids not going to talk to me. I'm not right, right. kid friendly, you right. know. But he said, don't worry about that. I'm going to take care I'm of make that. Make a way. And, and that's what he, when he said, don't worry about that. And I'm telling you, this is the truth. This is no joke. Let me speak into the mic and look into the camera. This is real. This is a whole nother page, a whole nother story. And of course, we in live right now. We just chopping up, but this is real. This is spiritual, and this is where it get. Well, and I don't know if you can grasp on to this, but it's important that they understand this. Can real. I say something to you, man? Yeah. Uh, when I was rapping, right? Yeah. And I remember. It was me and my girlfriend, Curse. Like, we was laying up in the bed, right? And I wake up out my sleep. I jump up out my sleep. And she's like, what's wrong? What's going on? I said, I heard a voice clear as day. Like me and you talking right now. And it said, if you don't stop doing that music, the type of music I was doing, you're going to die. Right? Now, I had an album ready, locked, and loaded. I'm talking about... I'm sure it was. It was banging, <laughs> right? And literally, I'm, literally and banging. I'm sure, and right? I'm sure it was. And, and you know what I said, man? I, I went and told my producer, I said, you know what, bro? I'm done with this shit. We can't, we can't put that out. I still have all them songs on my phone, and I haven't put none of them out. Because the message that I was putting out, wasn't. Positive. I heard the voice in my head already. He said, if you keep on doing this music, you're going to die. You know what I'm saying? So when I seen Nipsey Hussle go through what he went through on camera, when I listen, man, when I seen that shit happening, only thing I could think, damn, that shit could have happened to me by some dude out here. You know, what I'm saying, feel like he got something to prove, and what it took me down for, for what, I, what I was saying, not saying that's what happened to him, but I'm saying that I seen that happen to me. So I understand when you said, you know, he he told you, you know, to, to go another route. Yeah, so, and, and and it wasn't. It wasn't a voluntary conversation. It wasn't like I was just in a remorseful state of mind and I'm sitting here emotional. I was sitting here watching TV and all of a sudden out of nowhere, it's like something just came over me. And that's what made it obvious that this is this is not natural. Right. This isn't an everyday occurrence. This isn't like I'm sitting somewhere and somebody say something that's sharp that catch your, your, your attention and it just uh, takes over you. This is a spirit. Right. But it's not a bad spirit because what they what they explained to me is that because for the first five, ten minutes I was crying uncontrollably. I couldn't stop. I had no power over it. But I didn't want to because I felt better than I ever felt in my life in that cry. Right. You feel me? And it's nothing and nobody that can justify or or explain or do anything other than what that cry in itself did for me and my spirit. Right. It introduced me to either the Holy Ghost, Jesus Christ, God, all of them at once, whatever it did. But it let me know that there's some things going to go on with you and don't have nothing to do with music. That was only a tool. Right. That you're going to help some kids and, and 
All you got to do is just do what we ask and you're going to be taken care of forever. And then I say we. He said, you're going to be all right. Your, your life is going to be beautiful. You're never going to need anybody for anything. You're never going to want anything. You're never going to have to uh, lean on anybody for anything. Right. You know, everything is going to change in your life. And I thought, you know, this is a great responsibility because here I am, a person that never really had a lot of res responsibilities. My life was living on the edge. My life. Right. My life. My real life. Like, right. my real life. Right. From childhood to here, like, really living on the edge. Right. Like, I ain't, you know, you know, ain't no... No shine in the future. Nigga, if you want to see a shine, you better create a fucking star. <laughs> no shit. Right. Ain't nobody finna give you shit. Ain't nobody bringing you shit. Ain't nobody providing no opportunities. It's no way out. Right. You know, so get comfortable where you at. And then when you get comfortable, all of a sudden, that's when this guy come along. And he said this. And then this is the only thing that you ever had in your life that feel good. You right here on the on the brink of... of, of you in the circle with uh, YG, DJ Mustard. You know Jimmy Iovine is in there somewhere. In the scope, yeah. Yeah, because you meeting in Santa Monica at the at the at at at, at these facilities, uh, these 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 studios. You know, so this is not a broke circle. Right. This is not a, a lost circle. And, and you know, off top, you finna, you finna, you finna carry yourself like a gentleman. You gonna be on your best behavior, cause you a nigga that hungry, right? And you know where you at. You you're trying to get to. You're trying to get to nothing. So you gonna do everything right. So if you hear anything different, it's bullshit. I'm, come on, man. One of the Preach. smoothest, slickest motherfuckers. One of the most, come on, man. Right. I'm a fuck up. Come on, man. Right, right, right. Come on. What's a good thing that God uh, came into your life and took that <laughs> energy and, and turned it to a positive? Because no, on, on the real, because no, let me because tell you I'm something, I'm going to tell bro. you this. I'm going to tell you this, like you said. Because your thought, my thought, as a human is that this is what this is in. But God don't need your permission Right. To take over your thoughts and to change your life. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of it because we all go through a point in our life to where we all go through a point in our life to where we, you know, we slip in and we have no guidance. We got we got understanding, but we choose to keep on doing what the devil wants us to do. But when we get tired and God say, you know what, let me stop him because I know it, I know it's hard. I got a plan for him. You feel me? But exactly. look. Exactly. And and that's the beauty and of it. And then watch this, Rick. I'm gonna show you this. This is when you know it's, it's, it's a God involved and that he do have a plan for you. Mm -hmm. This is when you know, like, on some real shit. Like, I got a driver, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm simple. What kind and of driver? A driver? Uh, I got a driver out here tonight that's driving me around. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. nice. Because, you know, I'm not, you know. Hey, listen, man, I rode in the Maybach today. And when I tell you how the, them fucking pillows and that. Right. I don't even want to drive no more, man. I can't wait to get rich and get me a motherfucking driver, man. Well, so I ain't going to lie blessed. to you. We ain't in a Maybach, nigga. We in a Regal. But you, <laughs> but, but you still gay. I know I, you got a driver, though. That's the damn of the game. You got a driver. We in a 1984 Regal, nigga. Front and back. So, look, man. Check this hey, out, man. Look, Hold up. No, we're going we gonna to get to the real. Look, I've been seeing you on Instagram on a Harley, man. Now, you know what? I have 
I, I, I'm going to say this, man. I wanted to get one of them bikes, but I'm clumsy. You know what I'm saying? So I prefer to low ride. And I want you to get into that low riding shit, man. Tell me, I'm, tell I'm me a, about this bike and shit, and and, and how I did mean, that come know, apart? The bike life is a motherfucker, man. It's one one thing about the bike life is, it's a lot of real motherfuckers on them bikes, and they don't play no games, you know. And and that's me, you know. I come from. But what about the girls? Well, if you ain't got a patch, you ain't finna see none. So I gotta get a patch. Can I go buy one? Get a patch. No, you can't buy a patch. How the fuck? So, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the fuck up. So if you got a bike. Yeah, and you you mean to tell me you got to have a patch to get the girls? You gotta get gotta have a patch to get the girls. So but I feel to go buy me a bike tomorrow. Fuck that. You can Who, buy a bike. How much you sell your you bike? Gotta, but if you got, I'm patch. trying to get a patch. How do I get a patch? You gotta you gotta join a club. Oh, I ain't joining. I ain't joining. Yeah. See there you go. I'ma just stay on fear. You join a club. I'ma stay on fear. Or you gotta create your own club. Now, I'm as just long going. as you create, as long as you have a patch. Right. If you create your own club, you get a patch. It's official. Or if you start, if you if you join a club, it's a patch. Oh, we, we, go, we, go, we, go, we gonna leave all that. I don't wanna have these yeah, niggas wise, no. <laughs> wise going upside their motherfucking head. They, nigga, you got a patch on, motherfucker. Yeah, I know what you out there doing. Okay, wait so, a minute. So, I, I didn't come over here. I, right, I didn't know right, nothing about right. it. So, man, how do how do it feel to get on that highway, man, on that bike, man? Because I, I, I haven't experienced that yet, man. How do that shit do it? Take your mind off the bullshit? Like, it's free, yeah. Take your mind off because you gotta pay attention to what's in front of you and what's passing you. Have you have any? Have you had any uh, any incidents on the bikes? Have you? I know a lot of motherfuckers fought them motherfuckers. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I, 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 you know, I had a real bad accident just recently. On the bike? On the bike, yeah. Wow. Just recently, I just had a real. I mean, actually, a real, real bad accident where I broke both my legs. Shit. And, and broke three bones in my back, and uh, I was fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. But I'm gonna be honest with you. The ambulance got there. So quick, you know, they got there so quick, man, that the pain didn't have time to, to bypass the shock because the shock was there. You know, I'm sitting there, and one leg was twisted all the way back. Damn. You know, beneath the knee. Beneath the knee, in the middle of the shin, it was broken half and flipped back, and the other one was broke the foot. And, and you know, it's like the shock is like, Shock is something else, man. Shock take away pain. Your body is a, a, a full function. God knew what he was doing when he created it. It's like, I don't know if he knew about am lamps and morphine, but <laughs> and, and, and Norco's and all that man, shit. But I know man. one thing. When it immediately happened, I'm sitting there and my leg, I went down and I'm not really realizing that everything that's going on is going on because of shock. So I'm not in pain right now. So I hit the back of a car. The lady, you know, got scared from the motors, and uh, she hit her brakes, and I hit the back and went over and landed on my foot, and, and my, my leg broke at the boot line, mm, you know, at the boot line, and it snapped and went backwards, and this other one just snapped, and, you know, I got uh, a rod over here, and I got plates over here. But what I'm saying is when it happened, along with the, 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 the three bones in the back, I didn't feel no pain, you know, and, and then the ambulance showed up and bam, they got me up. But what I was saying before that, I was saying that this is when you know that if you don't know which way you're going and what you're doing, if you don't have evidence that it's true, you just look back. Like for me, I look back at what I was told. 
prior to me having anything or doing anything spectacular. You know, I told you about how he told me what he told me, right? Right. So I'm taking you back there because everything he told me has manifested itself in my life after he told me. So it's for real. It's for real. So that's evidence in what was told to me in a spirit like right here. And people that know about this spirit, this energy. I know. They know it come right here. And he, everything he told me has manifested. Today I have a trucking company that, that, that basically takes care of me and is steady growing. And then I have a, a nonprofit organization that's there to help kids and, and it's steady motivating itself towards the direction it's going to. Safe zone for kids at risk. You know, safe zone for kids at gmail.com. That's where you can reach me. And, um, you know, it's just a long way from where I came from. So I can't argue and fight to try to go back right. and fuss and fight over nickels and dimes when it's lives and futures that we're dealing with. Right. Okay, that's a good thing, man. I'm glad you survived that bike accident. Not too many people survive yeah. them. Rest in peace no, to the don't. people that have. Uh, for I know a couple of guys that passed away on the bike accidents. Now let's get into the trucking, man. Uh, how is that going for you? How's how trucking? You on your trucking own truck, is beautiful, right? Beautiful, man. Yeah, I own my own truck. I got my own business, my own authority, and that's the beauty in it. With my own authority, I can, I can accept the contract or I can deny it. Right, right. I can be late to a meeting. <laughs> oh, I ain't got to show up at all. Cause boss I'm, shit. I'm not, I'm not a, a, a worker. I'm a boss. I'm a company merging with another company. Right. So if I can't make it, it's because I'm busy. Right. And, and you ain't got to know why I'm busy. I don't have to explain myself. And if you don't like it, Fuck. I don't have to stick around. And you don't either. Right. And I ain't cuffing no motherfucker. Come right. on, man. Right. And right. I love it. It's the best right. way in the world to let white folks know, nigga, you ain't on my level. Right, right. <laughs> well, look at here, Grimace. We didn't got some of the main questions out the way. Now, look, we're going to get off this bullshit and get on this real motherfucking shit. I've been knowing you for a long motherfucking Come time, man. man. We sitting up here acting like we ain't know any motherfucking Look, man, we went we went downtown L.A. This was about, what, 2015? <laughs> Nigga, I flipped a motherfucking BMW. Damn, God, Keep on God. talking about it, though. Look, check this out. Look. But you didn't cry about it. You nah, said, I jumped out that motherfucker. You said, get me up out of here, nigga. Let's go. Right, right. Fuck this car. <laughs> Fuck the car. You know, a lot of niggas be standing around crying about their rims and shit. Man, I had you a know, 750 BMW. Shit. I was the and that was the last time that I was the man. That was bad. That was the you last know, time I was the man. man. Look, I had all the girls. That motherfucker was fat. I wrecked that motherfucker. I don't know how that motherfucker got loose from you, though. This is what happened. I had 22-inch rims on the car, right? So I took the 22-inch rims off and put the stocks on it. after. Because as soon as I got the car, like three days later, I put rims on it. Yeah. So when I took the fucking rims off the car, it just picked up extra speed because I guess the weight from the rims was gone. Oh, okay. So I tried to catch the, catch the light, and me not, I never drove fast car. I'm a low rider nigga. Man, I hit that corner, the, the car hook slotted. Yeah. And I let the sternal wheel go, thinking it was an old Cutlass or something. That motherfucker shot straight into the wall. <laughs> man, that was, hey, listen, that was the last time I was the man on the fucking streets until I got my 64 and pilot. Yeah, nigga, you jumped out that car like you robbed the bank, nigga. Man, and we took off and got the, the shock. The shit you were saying, the shock. I didn't feel no pain. I started touching exactly. myself. I started reading. Did I you said, feel pain two days later? Or yeah, day I later? felt it two days exactly. later. Yeah, but in the moment, and, and you know, that's the, the rest in peace to my BMW, my blue 750 BMW. I used to knock 
Man, I ain't gonna even say. I mean, I had fun in that car. But yeah. I got my son up look in you know. Hey, he drank, he did. Look at it. <laughs> hey, so look, man, we, we was uh, downtown feeding the homeless, man, and you was, as we feed, we, matter of fact, was we feeding the homeless that day? We was feeding the homeless, and we was doing a video at the same time. Right, and you was spitting that poetry. And we was spitting, and your was voice was so And your voice was so powerful, when we was walking down the street, I don't know what you were saying, but it had people coming out their tents, people walking up. They was trying to hear what you were saying. Like, I, I think I was talking about. I'm your ghetto soldier, and to the ghetto I owe this. I gather my thoughts from those ghetto mysteries, and I follow my vision through that ghetto history. From back streets, I learn tricks. Miserable lives I won't pick. Sex tales I don't spit. But if I do, it'll be that rough shit. Oh, I'm thinking about that girl with them black frame lips, and I'm visualizing her tongue run from my knees to my arms. These ghetto gangsters I recognize, and these ghetto tricks I despise. And this ghetto happiness, I've yet to peak. I've been seeking that shit since I was three. Oh, I be that real ghetto soldier straight out the pen back to these ghetto streets. And I'm embraced by ghetto friends, but I'm stalked by ghetto narcs. They seeking justice they won't find because they harbor them soft hearts. It's taking real rough rulers to demand respect in this ghetto world. Soft outsiders should be butchered because this is not the place for the meek. So by all means, you acknowledge me and my cats when you passing through these ghetto streets. We be the black mans with the stiff stairs, the piercing eyes you won't forget, the glove tears protecting what? Nigga, my fucking fingerprints. Fat blocks will be loaded with idle knots, and we'll be posted on these ghetto blocks. Oh, you want to come to my ghetto? You welcome to my ghetto. See, my streets be paved with thugs and death mysteries, drug addicts, dope fiends, and miscellaneous crime scenes. Familiar cries and screams from these local mothers. And yeah, dying dreams be forced on others. All hope flee from desperate lives like thee. They futures looking thick with prison picks. Homes close to freezing because of the low electric heat. We got children with teary eyes and hunger pains, and these county recipient mamas is going insane. On every corner, it's open doors to liquor stores. There's broken glass in every lot. It's piss-drenched alleys on every block. It's winos with the stench of gin. Is this reality setting in? It's crooked cops cruising these streets. They be not beautiful blacks with their billy jacks taking cash. And later they laughing with old friends saying, yeah, Bob, tomorrow we'll do this again. And we know that's true from George. You know, we know. You feel me? Man, I'm going to give you your flowers while you're still here, man. Uh, <laughs> you very talented, man. And, I, and I'm telling you right now, even though you got the trucking business, I still <clears throat> think that you is talented enough to spit this poetry, man. And I don't want you to stop because I, I love it. I, I, I like it. This, you was one of the first persons that really. That, come I, on, I heard, man. Look, I we see, we look, started knocking look, this door, the studio door down. Man, we did a song called. We did a song called. Uh, I met her wrong. I met her on Instagram. Yeah, I had to get Instagram. you on that motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? I, even though, even though. And here's the, the truth to that. This is the reality of that. It's like you gotta be. Like one of the things Player Ham taught me in this industry, he said, you gotta be, he said, Grimace, you, 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 you can't let them see you. You can't let them see what you do. You gonna intimidate them. Cause you, what you do is good. It's good enough to take another nigga shine. Oh. You know, so you, he said, you never let them see your best. You never let them see your best because you can intimidate a motherfucking good actor that ain't going to 
not going to say, oh, you know, they just going to make the opportunity go away. That's you deep. Know. That's deep. And it, but it's the truth. And every time, you know, like, you know, I've been around for a long time. I got out of the penitentiary in 97. And uh, I ain't been back since. So this game been good. Shout out to Grimace 400. He ain't been back since. A lot of you motherfuckers get out and go to jail for stealing out your money refrigerator. (laughs) Look here, bro. I'm going to keep it one thousand while with you, my nigga. You know how I knew Grimace 400 was a real motherfucker? Check this out. I'm a hip-hop. I love hip-hop, right? I went to the swap meet. I'm buying CDs and shit, buying CDs. And I support all my local rappers and shit, right? So I I, I see Slim 400's album, right? Never met the brother or none of that, right? So I said, you know what? I'm going to buy that album. Now, at this time, I was new on Instagram. Didn't know shit about Instagram. I didn't know Instagram was as powerful as it is, right? I put the CD in my radio. I'm playing the CD. I'm listening to it, but I'm expecting it to be on the level when I heard YG's album with Mustard. You know, they got the banging beats. I like that beat. When that beat get me, the lyrics just can't be too corny, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and you got me. The album didn't touch me. Maybe I was older. I was too old or something. I don't know because he was—he's a youngster. I took the CD out. I put it on Instagram. I recorded it and threw the CD out the window. I posted it on Instagram. Before you know it, I started getting phone calls. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Grimace hit me. Hey man, uh, the little homie was saying something about the CD, and I told him, "Man, he Rick Rock could get out with you if you want to get." It. And then you put us on the phone. I think. Well, actually, what was what was discussed is that I said I talked to him and I asked him, you know, realistically, I, I'm not coming from an emotional state. Right. I'm not coming from a personal state. I'm coming from a logical state and a financial state. If you bought the CD, it's yours. What you do with it is your business. Now, you can't take this personal because what about other people? You got, you know, you got thousands of people, thousands. I mean, you got, you got, a, you got millions. Eventually, you want millions of people buying your CD. Right, right. You know, when, when they, I mean, from a, from a real perspective, uh, like right now, you know, recently in the past, uh, you had a, a what is it, Gucci or somebody who did the the funny face. On oh the, yeah, 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 black the black face shit. The black that face. was Gucci, right? I think that was Gucci. Gucci. Yeah. And so people start burning their Gucci. Right. Do you think Gucci was affected? No, you already. Do you think shit. Gucci was bothered? No, you bought it. It's yours. And not only did they did they did they not say. They not bothered, but they know you burning it is for to make ten more motherfuckers go buy Gucci. So right. that's promotion. some advanced free, free promotion. Too. Yeah, that's some advanced, but it take with it come with time. Right. And then, you know, when you got a hero and a person in a position of winning, you can't try to explain to them your vision. It comes with time. You gotta learn my vision like I learned it through right. time. Right. Nobody told it to me or gave it to me. 
it was given to me as time went by and life changed and things changed. People failed me and, and different things failed me. I failed me and God came in and, and healed me and brought me back. So it's right. time, right. you know, and it's experience and it's nothing nobody can do. Don't take it personally. To, 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 to take none of that away. Um, when you become a professional, I'll say this and I'm not, you know, I, I don't, I understand what your perspective was and I understand his perspective and at the end of the day, it all worked out. Right, right. <clears throat> and everything that's added to the cart, like when you shopping on Amazon, you add to your cart, at the end of the day, it tallies up to a tab and that tab gives you a, a, a perspective of right. what, your, what your worth is because right. if it come up to 1700 and you only got 16, you can't pay for it. Goddamn right. But if it come up to 1700 and you got unlimited amount where it's not even a right. fucking thought. It ain't bothering you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out Slim uh, Slim 400. He had recently, uh, I think it was a couple years ago when he got shot. Um, I had made some, 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 some disc records, right? And I was targeting them. And at the time, you know, I was, it, was, it was basically it was basically on some fuck that these niggas is popping, nigga. I got to get in while I fit in type shit. You it know was, what I'm saying? It was, what was it, Rick? It was you was it was it was it was it was it was, 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 was you doing some some shit that makes sense, right? Look, this is what the industry do, look, right? Look, look, it, it was another story. They target too. the big shot. Right, you got to do it. And look, man, I was in my hood. I don't think I told this story. Well, tell it. I was in my, I, I was hear. I was in my neighborhood. And these is stumped down Crips, right? Yeah. And I heard, nigga, I'm from Bobton. Oh, yeah. In my neighborhood, yeah. some yeah. Crips. And these niggas is partying. They, yeah. they doing the Rick Rock no, before no. I even invented. They bouncing like a motherfucker. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. What the? I said, you know what? I got to do something for the home team. Yeah. Right? But uh, I'm glad I grew past that shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout out Slim 400 YG. I remember when Slim 400 got shot. And I seen it. And at that point, it was like... You seen it on what? I seen it on Instagram. On he got Instagram. shot. And it was on the news, I think, too. It was on the news. So I said, you know what? This is, this is a human being. This is a black brother, right? Fuck all the bullshit. Fuck all the negative shit I said. I called Wacko from uh, out the west side. Yeah. I said, Wacko, get Slim 400 on the phone. He said, all right. He got Slim 400 on the phone. I said, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? All the bullshit that, you know what I'm saying? Fuck all that. I'm glad you made it. This this after he, you know, he healed up. I'm glad you made it, bro. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and much respect to your success, man. And I hope that you, you know, you just move in the right path. And and, and he and, and since then, he's been moving and I haven't heard him in no bullshit. He seemed like he's doing his own thing. He's wising up. And that's what it's about, man. It's about us wising up. Even with the Positive Vibes podcast, to go from the bullshit to the real shit. I'm, uh, so far, I've been having people who I think, before I even get, because it's going to get to the point where I'm going to do, you know, superstars and all that, but I got to get the real people that I feel deserve a shot to have their story. You want to do, you want to do some, you don't want to do easy interviews. Right. I want to do the ones that, for my nobody son. can get and nobody want to do. Right. The that's, people. That's the, that's the money. That's the money line. Right. I had a guy tell me today. He said, Rick Rock, people is not fucking with my music 
because I'm too gangster, right? This is what he say. He said, I'm so gangster that they scared of me. And he started splashing. I said, it ain't that. I said, it, he said, I'm going to change my music up, but I'm going to do the, the, the new style of shit that these youngsters do. I said, nah, just hit it with a different approach. Yeah. Hit it with a different approach, man. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have him here as a guest. Uh, we grow, man. We got to grow and we got to hit these, these, these. I want to get these people that don't got their story, that whose story haven't been told. He got a dope ass story. Yeah. But don't nobody know it. Exactly. Nobody want to fuck with him because they stereotyping him. You know we really just want like one small molecule on the earth. And it's like we have area and area around us. And it's not that nobody want to know. It's just like we have become important. Even with the little slightest touch to success that I came to, I have become, become important. You know, for few but you people is, But you me. is important. It doesn't matter. No, I'm saying like, in a successful lane where you'll hear about a motherfucker on CNN or you'll hear about... Fuck all that. Look, shit. guess what? I bet you... I, look. When you were sitting up in that penitentiary. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And to come home and to be on a platinum album, regardless of how it turned out, we could always... It's documented in history. We exactly. could always go back, pull that video up, Pull them songs up, hear you, see you, and your family know it's something. Look at look at he did. Everybody can't do that. No. Everybody can't just go get on a platinum artist Watch album. This. Watch this. What I was trying to tell you earlier. No, everybody can't. Everybody can't get pulled over ten times drunk as a motherfucker behind the wheel in the car by the police <laughs> and never get a DUI. So this never is go a, to jail. This is fact. Uh, yeah, this is fact. Everybody can't, everybody can't hit well, four cars. Spit it so they look, can get look, four cars. Yeah. Everybody can't hit, watch this. So you the motherfucker that hit no, my no, ring off. No, 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 okay. listen, listen. I'm All not right. talking about abandoned vehicles. Everybody can't, and this is what I talk about when I talk about the power of God. Like, the power of God will stop you from destroying you. No, no, Wait, no, 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 I'm no, gonna no. show you. I want to hear about them ten cars. You. I'm gonna tell you right now. Right. Watch this. Okay, look, simple as this. However, it come along, I had t at least ten incidents with law enforcement, and I'm just saying this as a testimony. I'm not saying this as because I don't have no convictions. Right. So I'm not a criminal in this aspect. I'm just I'm going through. I'm going through the path that God has put me on, and, and I'm being protected from me. And from outside resources, so outside sources. So when I say on New Year's Eve, twenty twelve, we're we, we gonna say twenty fifteen. They fuck around and say, That's, you know. No, watch this. On New Year's Eve, twenty twelve, I'm coming from a work site. I was working for myself. I was in my suburban. I got my truck full of tools. I, I'm not gonna lie. It's a Friday. It was payday. I got I got I got my little severance paid for the weekend. I got me a drink. I'm sipping it, and that's why I got a driver, you know. And I'm rolling, you know. And I reach for my phone because I also drive limos, right? So I reach for my phone, and the phone rang. God damn, man, me and you the same. No, 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 stop. That ain't just the part. I didn't just hit four cars. I hit four Uber Crips. <laughs> Wow. All thug niggas, right? All gangster niggas. And I'm in a suburban and, and I, I got paint clothes on. I got a I got a motherfucking 
a 24-ounce can of Old English in the cup holder. I got a a, a, a bottle of vodka. How did you get away from the crime no, scene? How did you I get away from the bottle. crime scene? Look, I got a bottle of vodka yeah. in the cup holder. Watch this. This is how God works. And uh, you might not agree with me, but you wasn't there, motherfucker. And unless you were sitting back there and experienced it, you would have never knew it was God until you right. experienced it. So I get out the car. I, well, first I initially tried to take off, but my wheel came off. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling to the wheel. Yeah, the wheel is off. And they hit, They recognize this motherfucker trying to leave. These niggas got barrettes with little twisties in their hair, got guns in their mouth. So this is in the 80s. This is not. Oh, you said 2000. Man, this shit right here. Got, right, right, right. Niggas had barrettes in 2012. Come on, man. I'm trying to tell you the story, nigga. So these niggas like sitting here with, they gangster out, though, right? Yeah. They thug, they threatening. They right. threatening, you know. And, and, and so I get out. I try to just like, this is just a mistake. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, yeah. You know, I'm like, they say, oh, you drunk. I said, but I got insurance. <laughs> Right. And, they let you and, and as long as no, as long as we just keep it between us, everybody gonna, you know, everything gonna work out. Right. But but, you know, something happened and I couldn't find my insurance papers because uh, everything went. Did they beat your ass? No, Did no, they beat no, 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 no. They went to beat my ass and they drag try to drag me into the store and I got loose and and I got back out to the car, but I was looking. And then another nigga came, and we start fighting, and then the police hit the corner and drew down on everybody. And then, to make a long story short, they put me in the back of the police car, and, 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 and these niggas got into it with the police. Then they start feuding, and the police said, you know what? Fuck you. No, fuck you. Hey, come here. They said that you was drinking and driving. And they got the bottles in their hand. They said, you don't look drunk to me. And they threw the bottles away. So and they all police opened the door. Police. I don't know. I think they just pissed these two off so motherfucking bad that they didn't give a fuck. And they let me go to the bottom of the line. But here's now, you the You know what a nigga see this podcast. Man, it they is gonna what it is. They going to find your I pass through there every day, man. Right, I'm a hood right. nigga, man. I'm, right. Nigga, I'm we straight in, we hood. Yeah. yeah, we straight in, we hood. Look, nigga. check this out, man. Yeah. Look. I ain't out here. Ain't I had a job. I had a job service. at the oil refinery, right? Yeah. And I was trying to fit in. Fuck that. I, yeah, I was on some bullshit. I fresh out the penitentiary. They paying me so motherfucking good. I and get I, it. I, I get I, it. I, I'm, I'm trying to fit in, right? So I, went, I did. I, I did went and bought me and some motherfucking cowboy boots, steel toe cowboy wow. boots. <laughs> he go that far, nigga. Shit, nigga, I bought some cow. No shoe strings. I ain't mad at you, though. So listen. Yeah. I'm coming down. What street was that, man? Fuck whatever street it was. I'm coming down the street. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, look, I won't. Look, I, look, of an interview but watch that this, look, turned live look, as look, a Allegedly, this is what happened. Allegedly. You know how allegedly. allegedly. Look, so look, I take a picture of the motherfucking cowboy boots. Yeah. To post and show my friends I work with. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm finna come to work and tear some shit up with these on. Yeah. Soon as I flicked that motherfucking got ready to post it on Facebook, boom! I see the whole car raise up in that month. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Listen, man, I told this motherfucking car smooth the fuck up. Look. Oh, you wrecked the car? Man, I hit it and I didn't quit it. Not only hey, did I hit that hey, motherfucker, you know what? Look, I hit another beam. I look. understood when a motherfucker hit and ran with me. 
Because I didn't hit a red five or six times. I'm not on here trying no. to be no role no. model. But let me tell you how the, the, the same it's, shit happened to you. Happened to me. Watch this. Look. It's reasons. Now, look. Wait, 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 the black lady, the black, the black lady who bends I hit, yeah. she say, run. If I was you, I'd run. <laughs> Sister, look it out for a young said, brother. And then I thought about it. I said, wait a minute. Even though I hit this motherfucker, yeah. he came on the oncoming traffic. Yeah, but I had the right of way. Nobody knew I took the motherfucking picture. Okay, so, so you the, were sober. The, I was so Yeah, I, I, the motorcycle police came down the street. Did you catch that? The motorcycle police came. Yeah. He said, you got license, insurance, registration. I go get my shit. He said, don't say nothing. He said, this is what happened. He said, you was coming straight. This fucking idiot right here pulls out and hits your fucking car. He said that. I said, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I, said, how did, I said, how did you know that? He said, because I give motherfuckers tickets right here every day for the same bullshit. He said, if I was you. I go to the hospital and play like I'm hurt. You motherfucking right. That's what they supposed to tell. You. So, so That's look, what they gonna tell. You. I understand. All, I had I had some good run-ins with the Paul. All of them ain't been bad towards me. No. Thank God. You know what I'm saying I ain't got my Come cap on. here. And now, I remember one time I got pulled over. I was on the low rider, drunk as a motherfucking skunk. How's a hippie? How's a hippie? <laughs> and the motherfucker, I said, police put me over. I said, man, my wife is about to have a baby right now. Let me go. I had another incident. The police pulled me over. I said, I said, uh, officer. My son just called my wife a bitch, and I'm just trying to get home and whoop his ass. He said, well, hurry up and get home and tear his ass up. So I, we, we like some of the two same motherfuckers. Yeah. Man. No, you know? but that's some real shit that really go right. on, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so I don't understand how these motherfuckers is getting. They game is ain't. We some sharp, slick man, motherfuckers, man. I'm going to tell you like this, man. I, I don't even know if I should. Well, that's, well, I guess it was all handled in that night. But I remember a long time ago. Somebody owed my boss a lot of money. Speak up. They, they, I don't think they. I said a long time ago, somebody owed my boss a lot of money. And uh, I ain't a big motherfucker, you can see. I ain't muscle. But uh, went there, worked on it, and uh, got that money. Got that money. She got loud as a motherfucker. You some monster, man. She got loud as a motherfucker. Watch this. She got loud as a motherfucker. Left. And uh, the girl was a girl involved. She had called the police. Got back there. Because I couldn't leave my boy. You know, at the time, he was a credible motherfucker. Now, it's right. a whole nother potential. <laughs> but, um. Went down the street, but I don't got the thing with me because you know I said it got loud. Right. So the girl told the motherfucking police that somebody came back. And this story allegedly happened. Allegedly happened. Then speak up, speak up, speak up. I want, I want, you know, her, I want the listeners to hear this. Her people owed some money, and he was like a big shot, but he was really a little shot because you know when the shit get real, right. you know when the shit get real, it's like you either all in or you. All out. I don't give a fuck if it's SWAT at the door, nigga. You either all in or all out. If it's Mighty Mouse at the door, Positive nigga, vibes. you either all in or all out. Positive vibes, just real spit. If it's LAPD at the door, 
you either all in or you all out, especially if you know what's coming behind it, right? You either all in or you all out. Right. And, and you know, man, it's just crazy, man. Right. Well, Grimace Fo, honey, <laughs> in the motherfucking build. I'm glad to have you here. You want I want the completion to ask you, of that story. Follow me on Instagram. Follow him on Instagram. We're going to get to that part. <laughs> uh, let me get, I always ask everybody this question, these questions. Let me get five positive things that you either plan on doing in the present or five positive things that you did last week. Five total. I don't know why I keep on saying in five. Five oh, total. Give easy. me some positive shit you did this week and five positive things you plan on doing in the that's present. That's easy. I helped like I still say the same shit. I helped like three people pay some bills. Uh they wasn't soliciting. I just knew that they needed the help. And I don't even think that they thought to ask and I assisted. And uh also uh uh I helped bury my sister, you know. That's positive. And, and you know we had some issues, but long, Speak up a little bit. long we had some issues, like in the past, you know, in our life, our whole family, and we got through that. We supported ourselves. We got everything done with no issues and no problems. You know, uh, also, uh, I uh, I'm always reaching out and giving, like, I buy extra food. I buy me a burger and I buy somebody else a burger and I don't even know who they are until I give it to them. Wow, that's deep. You know, I go and I buy two burgers, two meals. And the second meal is the giveaway. What about the truck? That's the last question. The, let me, that's, th that's three? Okay, you got two more. You got two more yeah. positive things. Yeah. Uh, man, I just stay on a positive vibe. I, 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 I'm not trying to solicit uh distort, promote, or belittle anybody. The real is the real. It's just the truth. It ain't got shit to do with nothing else. But, but the trucking thing, you get in the truck and you and you employing somebody, that's that's some future positivity. Yeah, my, my thing is I don't plan to drive because of my accident. You know, I'm limited on what I can do now physically. I mean, like, long distances wouldn't be real comfortable for me. So what I'm planning on doing is... Uh, I got my company linked up with another company. I merged with a, a, a service company, okay. and uh, what they're doing is they run my they run the whole business for 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 three percent. That's dope. So every truck I present to them, they'll do it for three percent. And you know, after four or five trucks, you do four or five trucks. Uh, you know, it's a pretty decent living, and you can help a lot of people with what you accumulate and create. Right. And you can get a lot accomplished. And you can do a lot of things and make a lot of changes in the community that you that you desire to, to, to help in right. or the area. All right, so Grimace 400, what can the people find you at? You got one more question. We'll get to that. But what can the people find Grimace 400 Man, on they can find me on Instagram at G-R-I-M-M-I-S-4-0-0 or Henry Russell on Facebook. And, uh, you got TikTok too, right? Yeah, I got a TikTok. What's your TikTok uh, page? Grimace Fo. Grimace, so G-R-I-M-M-I-S-F-O-E. Hunnit. H-U-N-N-I-D. Okay. Something along those lines. When you get close, it should pop up. If not, you know, like I said. Right. Now you got one, you owe me one more positive thing, brother, before we... One positive thing, man. You know, 
the more I grow in life, the more I live life, the more I learn life, the more I understand life. And I'm not walking around balancing grudges and weights and, 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 and opinions and thoughts and, and, and separation and hate. I see people do that. That shit looks so uncomfortable. Right. I just live life, man, and enjoy life. And no matter what, when people hate against me, it ain't my battle. Like I told you, I told you about that power in the beginning, right? That right. power takes care of everything. Everything. I'm telling the you, mighty man. Mighty power of God, man. God you experience it. I mean, I experienced no, it. for real, First no, thing. Rick. Like, they don't really know like they don't know like they don't really know. Like, we not no regular dudes sitting here talking to you about no Hollywood crap. We ain't no wreck, no, no, like, we ain't make it in no Hollywood. Like, I've been on a teeter-totter crap, but that ain't my been my goal. My goal always been to get bread. My It's always been about a hustle. It's always been about a grind. It ain't been about, I'm not trying to be the next superstar. I just want what's mine. I want what's fair. Right. I got fair. a partner named Freeway Rick told me once. He said, man, I just want Freeway what's fair. Freeway Rick, are you talking about? Uh, Ricky Ross. Ricky the real Ross. Ricky the Ross. real Ricky Ross. He said, I just want what's fair. If you just give me what's fair, that's enough for me to work with what I need to do. Right. Just fair. Right. right. You know, but when you got somebody that ain't qualified and equipped to not give you fair, like, like, like you really ain't even in the mind frame. You really ain't on the level to be in the mind frame of thinking of like, no matter like what you really think you think, like for real, for real, on a real level, like, you got to be fair. Right, right. You know? Well, shout out Grimace 400, man. I'm glad to have you here. You always come through. Boy, you fucked up like You got that. I, you, that's that apple juice up in there. Grimace man, 400, man. man. He always come through for me, man. He, <laughs> he jumped on one of my albums, man. Didn't George me nothing. Did it for the love, man. I appreciate you. Come on, come man. On I, I know this man. I call Father. Him a, I, I, I know this man. Uh, the whole family. Come on, man. The whole I family, said, man. I said Grimace. We're going to do Been doing him for years, you know? Right, right. Real, real nigga, too. I said, we're going to do the podcast at 8 o'clock sharp. He was here at 8 o'clock. I didn't get to this motherfucker, what, 8.30? Yeah. You know, so you always on time. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> Grimace 400 in the house. Y'all can find me at Compton Rick Rock on Instagram at C-O-M-P-T-O-N, period, R-I-C-C, period, R-O-C. Also, on TikTok, it's the same thing as my Instagram. Also, follow me on YouTube at Ricky Make Em Laugh. Like. Subscribe and don't forget to hit that notification button. We out of here. Positive Vibes Podcast. Rick, you have some. So I need, I need Grimace to do a drop for you real quick. What's that? Like, make sure y'all go follow uh, Ricky Make Him Laugh, you know what I'm saying? The podcast okay. and all that. Just give him a little drop here. Oh, yeah. So you need him to do that right now? Can you just do it right there? All right. And uh, follow Papa Z Films. Papa Z Films, remember that. Because he the one who got this shit cracking. Let's see if this motherfucker do numbers. Oh, yeah, we're going to get it cracking.
Huh? What you been doing? How many numbers you been doing? Well, right now. It's kind of difficult, like with the new start on YouTube. My YouTube was actually a music page. I was getting a hundred thousand views, eighty thousand views, and what happened was a lot of those people were there for the music. Yeah. So when I implemented the comedy up in the shit, they kind of shied away. Look like what the fuck this nigga was on some dangerous shit. What the fuck is this clown? So now that I'm doing podcasting, it's like they seeing me again. Like okay, they starting to catch on. Everything tight. We can't work with you. Yeah. So, uh, shit, you know what it is, man. Y'all got to go follow him. Ricky, make him laugh. You know what I'm saying? On that TikTok. And uh, Rick Rock, come to Rick Rock on uh, Instagram, I believe. But I tell you, if you find one, you're going to find it all. Because it's multi-talented and it's real shit. And it's real spit. And that's simple as it get, man. You know, this ain't about no poetry. This is about real talk, man. So, look. If you're in the real talk and I'm in the real listening, go on, check him out. Ricky, make him laugh. <laughs> uh, man, how the fuck yours look different from, where's my lens at? Is his red like yours was that day? What you well, for the time being, we're going to leave that here, though. You know what I'm saying? The reason why it's jumping? Yeah. How did you like the interview? What was your last... I'm going to have to check out your... 